The stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are continuing with our reviews of the player cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. This is part four of our look at the Mystic cards. In this episode, we are going to discuss El Rubash, Moonlight Ritual Level 2, Uncage the Soul Level 3, and Sin Eater. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Before we get started, a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisper in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or cards that are good in one particular deck get a Bless Token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the list of taboos or are simply bad for the big game get a Curse Token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. You all rock! If you'd like to be amazing like these people and support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Cole Monroe Chitty, Nicole Fiscus, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for their contributions to the channel. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back everyone to our reviews of the player cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. We're going to wrap up our look at the uh, mystic cards in the box with a whole bunch of cards that are uh, designed with the uh, Doom deck in mind. The first card is El Rubash, Purifying Purpose. She's a three cost asset that costs two XP. She has a willpower and agility skill icon, ally and witch trait. You get plus one skill value while resolving a skill test on an attached asset. So if you're playing this in Amina with, say, the Sickle, the Dowsing Rod, or the uh, Onyx Pentacle, Amina is at a five with the L on the table. One Doom on each attached asset does not count towards the agenda's Doom threshold. So it is a way to, uh, to manage Doom with Amina if you play those assets for free using Amina's ability. And as a free triggered ability, exhaust El Rubash, choose an asset in your play area with one or more Doom on it, attach it to El Rubash, or switch it with an attached asset limit to attached assets. Obviously, L synergizes with what uh, Amina is trying to do with her charm deck. It's another way to uh, remove Doom from play to keep the uh, the Doom under control, which is nice. My only issue with L is that one health makes her incredibly vulnerable to ally hate, and if she takes a damage, your entire board state could just get flushed. So what do you think about L? So one thing I really like about L that I think was not true with a lot of previous like specialist allies is that she gives you a skill boost. So I like that. I like how that skill boost can be on for t effectively two different skills. So I like how, um, let's say you're playing Amina. Or heck, let's say you're playing like Akachi or something. And you, you, some, you somehow get Doom on your Enchanted Blade and your Shriveling. Okay, and you attach both of those to L. And then all of a sudden you're getting effectively plus one willpower while using shriveling and you're getting effectively plus one combat while using enchanted blade and then you could rotate around what those assets are so it's kind of like a, a plus one for like that can be that can cover all four of the skills i think that's very cool we have we don't really see that a lot i also like how because her her ability lets her switch to um assets you could do something like 
I am getting plus one on my Enchanted Blade attacks, but then I'll switch it with my Dowsing Rod, and now I'm getting plus one on my Dowsing Rod test. So it's like I've switched from combat over to intellect. And so I, I think that right there is, is very cool. Um, and that's before you even get into the whole thing about Doom not counting towards the Doom threshold. Um, also something that we mentioned in a previous video, I, I love how this... Um, I love how L here, it really enables you to play um, Prophesy um, very well because she's effectively adding two to the Doom threshold if you think about it like that. So it makes Prophesy easier to engineer. Anything that requires Doom on the table, El Rubash can uh, help you get there. So I believe you can I, even attach Blood Pack to this, couldn't you? I don't see why not. Oh, that's hilarious. So you get a free, <laughs> you get basically a free use out of blood pact blood yeah pack. and so you can use her and but because you can swap things the assets that you've attached to her aren't locked there forever so like if you hit a point where i can clear the i can get the doom off of blood pact so it's like okay well i can swap it with something else that has a doom on it in order to get the the skill bonus so i really i, I think this is like a nice package of like little effects that i think is pretty cool but i think what it, i think the real main event here is actually this rotating plus one to skills mm -hmm. that um, can be anything you want them to be, you know, based on what you need at the time. Because yeah. because L can, sw can swap assets, you know, it makes it really easy to like dial what you need and get that pl and get that plus one. So uh, this is this is this is pretty good. I really wish she had two health. I totally understand that. Yeah. One just seems <laughs> risky. Risky. Okay. I, d I don't know what what if there is ally hate in the uh in the Scarlet Keys campaign, but uh -huh. I know it is fairly I wouldn't say common, but it seems a lot of campaigns. I know Dunwich Legacy has ally hate in it. If you got crypt chilled, you could discard an asset attached to her yeah so that's okay yeah. i know dunwich legacy has some ally hate circle undone has a ton it's true and so oh, and then you got like arrows from the trees from arrows, uh, yeah yeah well fortunately you're in the class that has uh word protection so deal with it <laughs> yeah you better hope you draw it inside. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and that's true and like if you do lose l you lose the assets that are attached to her so what you can't do with l is you can't detach something you can only attach something you can only detach things with the swap ability so i guess if you have doom on a lot of different assets you could you could have a doom on your blood pact then you could swap your blood pact onto l l gets discarded and then blood pact because it's your permanent cannot be discarded. So then you right. put the blood pack. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this is a way to manage manage doom. There aren't actually that many ways in this set. I, I was actually kind of surprised by this. There doesn't seem to be a ton of ways besides the ability on the charm assets themselves to remove the doom, and Amina's ability to move the doom potentially to one of those assets if you're willing to spend four xp for it or to an enemy that you then kill to get rid of the doom now there are other ways to manage the doom i mean you can bounce assets back to your hand you can yeah. 
discard the asset somehow, like just get the asset out of play, you can get rid of the doom. So there are other options, but uh, this one is uh, one way to play those assets for free using Amina and then be able to use yeah. their abilities a little more freely. How yeah. would you uh, rate I, this one? So I went, one thing I am going to say about this is that Sin Eater is... Gonna, we're going to talk about that later. I think in many cases, Sin Eater covers the Doom problem completely. Like, Sin Eater is like the one tool you, you need to like cover Doom if you play it right. That being said, L's ability to... I think L's real feature here is that plus one to skill values. So that kind of sends you down a path of really wanting to leverage multiple skills, which is not every mystic. So I think as a result, I'm going to give this a zero. I'm going to give this one a blessed token. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think this, yeah. I don't see playing her outside of a really dedicated Doom deck. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, she's... Okay. If you're playing a bunch of Doom cards and you're I think you maybe you've got a choice between L and Sin Eater as as your primary Doom management tool. I mean, yeah. maybe if you're just rolling an XP you can pay for both, but you know, if you well, if you buy Sin Eater you're paying six. If you play L you can buy two of her for four and you're getting a the skill bonus on top of that. So Okay. You know what? I'm going to change my vote to, to Bless because I just realized, like, because you have to have Doom on the assets that you put on L, if you're not Amina, there's not a lot of ways to do that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the okay, primary so I'm, reason. I'm gonna change, yeah, alright, I'm going to change the Bless for that reason. She is a nice ally if you're playing the Doom deck, but uh, probably mm -hmm. aren't going to uh, to see much play outside of, uh, outside of that deck. Okay. The next card is an upgrade for a card that was released way back in the Dunwich Legacy. This is Moonlight, Moonlight Ritual Level 2. I think actually we predicted that this card would be released in the Scarlet Keys yeah. if there was a, a Doom focus. It is a free event that costs 2 XP. It has Intellect, Agility, and Wild Skill icons, so you can have 2 Agility or 2 Intellect, uh, depending, which is pretty nice. Spell an insight trait fast. Play only during your turn. Remove all doom from a non-elite card at your location. So the primary difference between this and its uh, level zero version is that this one is fast, which is very, very nice. Yes. Uh, taking an action yes, to remove is. doom with the level zero Moonlight Ritual never feels particularly good yeah. and is uh, one of the reasons that I rarely end up playing Moonlight Ritual in my decks, even if I'm playing around with doom. I might include a copy, but uh, usually that copy ends uh -huh. up getting taken out because I just don't like taking the action to play it. It's got nice icons, and it removes all Doom from a card at your location, which includes Doom on non-elite enemies, of course. Oh, so, that's true. So that's if true. you get uh, stuck with some nasty cultist, like the, uh, the Brotherhood guy mm -hmm. or the Wizard of the Order, and you have no other way of dealing with them, this gives mm -hmm. you a non-combat way of at least... Getting that Doom off the table. Yeah, and if and you're I playing like, Amina, um, oh. you can move that Doom onto an elite enemy, a non-elite enemy, and get rid of it that yeah. way. So. 
I I also kind of like how in like a crunch situation, I like the uh, I like how it synergizes with string of curses because you can like remove an enemy, uh, sorry, uh, evade an enemy, get a clue, then remove the doom with moonlight ritual as a fast action, like if you absolutely have to. And I re I also really like those icons because one of the problems I would have with moonlight ritual was the icons were pretty crappy. So if I didn't have to remove doom then I'm not it's just sitting in my hand. So I feel like Moonlight Ritual, this is the this is the treat, this is the snack for all the other mystics who are not Amina, who wanted to play David Renfeld and wanted to play um Arcane Initiate and wanted to play um Blood Pact and or um Divermus Mysterious or Abyssal Tome and was just like the doom was just too hard to deal with. Like this is kind of like your one-stop solution without having to spend a ton of XP on like Sin Eater. Yeah. So I'm and, glad this uh, is in the game. And the fact yeah. that this, since it is an upgrade for an existing card, this is down the rabbit hole-able. I know you love that card. So you can save even more XP if you upgrade your one copy of the Moonlight Ritual for this. this I'm going to mention it again for the next card too. So <laughs> Many, many free... Free X. Much, much free XP here. I like this one more than the level yeah. zero version, of course. I still don't know if I buy it, to be honest. But I'm glad it's in the game. I'm glad it's in the I, game. I just don't yeah. know if if it's the two XP I want to spend. Maybe oh, okay. scenario seven or eight, and every I've spent XP on everything I can possibly imagine. Does the level zero version have the spell trait too? Yeah. That's part so of the So you part can of arcane arcane studies this one too and yeah you know, so you you're probably not paying yeah. there is there are ways to pay less xp for this one if you're in a mistake, oh so. i see right arcane studies yeah i was thinking arcane initiate you can find it which is well that's nice. true too that's true too yeah which is nice i think if you're comfortable playing around doom it's not strictly necessary i think if you're sort of just dipping your toes into the doom deck for the first time and you're a little worried about your ability to to manage doom it's nice to have a card like this to fall back on that will just clean doom off of anything very quickly yeah this solves the problem of um oh my gosh we're in the witching hour i gotta figure out a way to kill off my david renfeld yeah <laughs> at least you do it at least if you want to do it this way it doesn't cost you an action you know it just you just get it done yeah <laughs> so i like it how would you rate this one? I feel like a lot of the doom generating cards in the past, like I was saying, Abyssal Tome and Devermus Mysterious. I think one of the problems with them is that they were they were being held back because a card like this didn't exist, like an easy way to clean the doom off of them. So I think with this card in the pool, those a lot of those previous cards, David Renfeld, Arcade Initiate, Devermus Mysterious, Abyssal Tome, off the top of my head, I think there are a few more. I think those. Uh, oh, and blood pact love blood pact i think they all get a lot better and a lot easier to play because you don't have to solve the problem if you have this of um how do i deal with like the five doom i've stacked on my blood pact no i just play moonlight ritual and it's, it's all gone without even spending an action so i think there's enough general combos with this to that this makes those other cards more playable and i think for that i'm actually going to give this a plus one so it's not going to, yes, it's not going to go into every Mystic deck, but I think it enables some really strong tools to like start hitting the board more often because you got this to fall back on. 
and well rely on because you can search for it with your arcane initiate yeah i mean i think you can make an argument that this would be a bless because you're not going to play it unless you're playing doom but i'm going to give it a zero yeah that's fair i think based just on my experience with the level zero version of this card it's a card i often include and then end up cutting because i just don't Mm -hmm. need it I'm able Mm -hmm. to play around the Doom enough that... I do like the fact that this is fast, though. So It solves the problem. It does solve the problem a lot quicker than the other version does. So that Mm -hmm. is a huge, uh, huge mark in this this card's favor. So definitely the better version of of Moonlight Ritual. Glad to finally, uh, finally see it. If you're looking for ways to manage the amount of Doom that you are playing around with, then uh, this can uh, very quickly and cheaply uh, deal with it. I want to see some. I want to see Abyssal Tome, you know, get more get more use. I want to see Blood Pact get more use. I want to see um, Tivermus Mysterious get more use because I think those three cards like have a lot of potential, but they haven't been really realized by the community because of the Doom problem. And now you got this. The next card we're going to talk about is another upgrade for a card that was released way back in the Path to Carcosa. This is Uncage the Soul, level 3, free event, willpower, and wild skill icon. So basically two willpower skill icons. Spirit trait, you may discard a spell or ritual asset you control. Play a spell or ritual card from your hand or discard pile, reducing its resource cost by 3. So Uncage the Soul is an easy Elder Sign for Mystics. Uh, This, I I can't speak of how much this uh, really sort of revolutionized the way you played Mystics back in the day because suddenly you could afford to play your cards, which was not something that was easy to do uh, when the game first came out. The big difference between this one and the... uh, the level zero version is that the spells and rituals in your discard pile are now fair game which was not the case uh, with the level zero version it does give you the ability to discard a spell or ritual which i guess is handy if you say have your empty shriveling on the table and you need it back so you discard it first and then just bring it back with this so it's a nice nice ability to have but, uh, I mean, this opens up all the spells in your discard pile, which I, I don't think we have many ways of dipping into the discard pile besides Divermus Mysterious. Um, there was, oh, what's that one card from the Jacqueline Fine starter deck? Oh. It was the skill where you had to, like, guess correctly. Right. Prescient? Yeah. Prescient? Yeah, I think that's the one where you had to, like, go through these hoops and you had to, like, guess something correctly. And it was just like, right. but you what it, it and if you, if and you, if you, and if you guess wrong, you're just, you feel terrible, you yeah. know? I guess the only bad thing I can say about this card is that it still provokes attacks of opportunity, which is a bit of an issue, not all the time, but there are certain events, particularly ones like fight or evade events that you want to be able to play that yeah. you can't because mm-hmm. you're going to get attacked to do it. Like I'm just a Spectral Razor for one. You can't play Spectral Razor on the cheap with this card. I But you can't, you, I guess you could play it out of your discard pile if you were exceedingly desperate. Yeah, or if you're using it to fight something that's not engaged with you and you don't, then you don't True. feel so bad. 
But you know what? Sometimes killing that enemy is worth the attack of opportunity. So is access to the discard pile worth three XP? Not necessarily, but the fact that you discard the spell or ritual before you play something out of the discard pile, now I can compare it to recharge in that it kind of says, I don't need an, I don't need my second shriveling in my hand to reload. Uh, I can finish my shriveling and then play this on Cage of the Soul to reload it for free, you know, because of the discount. I'm like, okay, that's something that the original Uncaged didn't do. So what I'm saying is this upgrade is, it's 3 XP, which is quite a bit, but it's not just a better Uncaged the Soul. It's a, it now can do what Recharge does. Because you discard it, you just you can discard a spell before digging into your discard pile. So not only can I pull things like um, Storm of Spirits out of the discard pile to play them again, but I could recharge my assets, which is kind of nice because, like, remember, like, we were talking earlier that recharge level one is kind of a pain in the butt and recharge level four is, like, really expensive but viable? Yeah. This kind of does what recharge level four does, but more. So I think this thing is, like, deceptively strong. I also like the side benefit that you can, uh, that Amina can clean some Doom off. You know, mm. like she can play a shriveling for zero, put some doom on it, you know, put a doom on it for zero, cast some cast some shriveling charges and then reload it. And now there's no doom left. So that's kind of cool. Three XP is a lot, but I think the flexibility actually makes it pretty worth it. I think that's pretty good um, because what it also does, what like recharge doesn't do is um, it uncage the soul works in the early game, which is why we love uncage the soul so much. You know, it still says if it's the first action of the game, I can still play a spell from my hand at a three resource discount. Like, I haven't lost the ability to do that. And as I mentioned, you can buy this for cheap with Down the Rabbit Hole. Which, as if that deck needed any more uh, ways to you know, cheat XP. Here, here's what I'll say about this one. We're at the point now where the Down the Rabbit Hole deck has so many options for upgrades that you got to worry about analysis paralysis. It's true. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, which one do I spend my oodles of free XP? On? I'd I'd have to look at my my Agnes down the rabbit hole deck to see what the how little I can pay for it now because I know Uncage. I think Uncage the Soul is in that deck. I might be mistaken, but well, it should be. There are a ton of like almost the entire deck can be bought with down the rabbit hole which is pretty crazy <laughs> so and that now what you're at the point now where you have so many upgradable cards in that deck that now you need to run down the rabbit hole and two arcane studies <laughs> oh i do that deck does have down the rabbit hole and two arcane studies i think i can oh upgrade it almost i can like for 14 xp it's almost fully upgraded which is ridiculous like, ridiculous yeah that's that's nuts how would you rate this one three xp is a lot it's not enough to put into elder sign territory but i still think like if you can afford the, if you could spare the three xp or if you could cheat the xp then uh, i think this is well worth the purchase so i think i'm going to give this a plus one yeah this is a plus one for me as well yeah. it's uh uncage the soul level zero is is an elder sign yeah easy this one you know the three xp does hold it back a touch because it it's you know, this basically lets you dip into your discard pile, but essentially it's the same. And mm -hmm. usually you're using this right at the bet, you know, right at the start of the game to play something for cheap yeah. and get your deck going. Yeah. And 
and that's what you're going to use this this card for uh, this one is just nice for now it has play at the end game as well where it's like okay i've got my assets on the table i'm starting to run low on charges okay i'm gonna pitch my shriveling now and yeah. bring it back fully fully charged or wash doom off stuff if you're amina so it does have some uh, some nice use and mm-hmm. uh, if you've got the xp or a way to cheat xp which uh, mystics do have ways of doing that uh, it is a a nice nice card that you can pick up well we have uh, talked around this card for four episodes worth of reviews and we are finally going to deal with the capstone i guess of the doom deck this is sin eater it is a uh, asset that doesn't cost anything because it is permanent uh, so it will uh, start the game in play however it costs three xp it has the exceptional trait so it will set you back six xp in total it has the ritual trait as a free triggered ability exhaust sin eater move one doom from an asset you control to sin eater then either ready that asset or place one charge on it. And then as an action, you can remove all doom from Sin Eater. Now, you have had some experience playing this card, have you not, Mattestrom? Yeah, I've actually been playing it in Marie. So what I did with Marie is I basically said, okay, I'm going to place a card that adds doom, like, say, um, Arcane Initiate. I'm going to move that doom to Sin Eater, and then that turns on Marie's um, fourth action that can be used on spells. And then when it's time to, uh, you know, when it's when it's the witching hour and it's time for me to get rid of the doom, I clean the doom as an action. And what's cool about this is I can I could drop things down that all add one doom to them, and then I can just vacuum it all up in the sin eater and condense it down to one action. So what effective what effectively happened here is I was getting extra. Um, it feels really good to play your arcane initiate and get to use it twice in the first, you know, in the in the in the the turn you play it. And that's what Sin Eater lets you do. And that was so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then I love how you can uh, you can place charges on things that have Doom on them. Didn't That wasn't so key for Marie, but Amina probably loves that. You know, it's like Amina could play a Shriveling for zero and then get an additional charge out of it. You know, so it's like she's getting like, it's like her Doom adding becomes a good thing with this. Yeah, and throwing, throwing, throwing ghastly possession as well, and then you're getting extra charges on it. Yeah, you're getting tons place. of charges on it. Yeah, that that being said, there's not a whole lot of ways to add additional doom onto things. But I see this more as like this is your one-stop cleaning shop, you know, for, for Doom. And I think this is pretty cool. That same Marie deck I was playing, I was using Abyssal Tome to get additional dis- abys- additional Abyssal Tome shots in a single turn because you can ready after pulling a Doom off of an asset. I really like this card i think it just opens up all the doom assets you know you can start packing them all in there and knowing that all you really have to do is when the doom becomes a problem you have to budget one action to remove it all yeah and that's uh, it's, it's i think that's nice. the key here is that you know yeah you're, you're moving the doom one at a time once per turn you get to move a doom to the sin eater vacuum it all up and then right when the agenda is going to advance you flush it all away with sin eater and buy yourself one two couple extra turns turns. you know however many turns that you were going to lose suddenly you've got all that time back and and that's uh 
and can't argue with that you know that's yeah it's say and because it's permanent it's on the table right away you don't yes. have to go search for it like a lot of the other yes. options you don't have to rely on an elder sign draw to you know yeah. in, in amina's case to try to move the doom it's just nice to just have it on the table and be able to yeah I, I like how it synergizes with the level zero versions of her three charms. Well, four charms, really. You know, to like just because you can ready those charms. Yeah. You know, to get additional two damage shots. Like, oh, man, I feel, I wish Amina had started with five XP and not Kimani, you know, so she could buy this more quickly. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess that's of, you know, I've only written down one negative on this card, and that's that. There's a six XP tax on the doom. Yeah, it's a basically. lot. It's a lot. Which is a lot, but I mean the guardians are used to paying a ton for stick to the plan. That's true. So it's not yeah. out of the ordinary. And I guess you know we were pretty hard on the uh, the upgrades for the charms, so you can save yourself XP there. Yep. <laughs> and simply pick up Sin Eater, and yeah. uh, and go from there. But it is a hit. I do kind of wonder about the Doom deck early in a campaign before you get Sin Eater. Feels a little um, more, not risky to play, just a, like removing the Doom is less less easy, I guess. It requires a yeah, little I more guess, forethought. I guess you can run your Moon Knight rituals, or you can run your ways to kill off your Doom assets in you know early on before you get Sin Eater and it does all the work for you. So where I really see this going, and uh, it's something that I've thought about, haven't gotten around to yet, is uh, a deck that utilizes Amina's three resource discount every turn. Well, almost every turn. To, to, to put out this rig of like really expensive assets, knowing that I've got the Sin Eater to wash away all the Doom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential there because I think Amina can afford really big things, a really big board of assets. And I think Sin Eater can power it by removing the Doom once a turn. You place a Doom once a turn. You rem you you know you vacuum up a Doom once per turn. Yep, I think there's a lot of potential there. Uh, definitely an option. Yeah. How would you rate this one? If I gave Moonlight Ritual a plus one for how it opens up other other Doom generating cards, I think I'm gonna say the same for Sin Eater. But Sin Eater is also very expensive. So yeah, I'm just gonna go bless. I think Moonlight Ritual is plus one because there it has a lot of general use cases for a lot of assets that are kind of underrated. But it's only two XP, whereas Sin Eater is six XP. You really got to be in on it in order to make this all work. You can't be doing Sin Eater just for like just to make your David Renfeld's, you know, uh, less Doom heavy. So yeah. yeah, you gotta really want it, <laughs> you know. So I'll say six. But it's like a keystone of your six XP deck of your uh, of your sorry your doom deck. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty easy to make an argument that this is a bless. I mean, unless yeah. you're playing a dedicated doom deck, you're not picking this up. Mystics have way too many other things that they want to be spending yeah. their XP on besides this. I think in the dedicated doom deck, this is probably an elder sign. It just oh, yeah. makes this your life your, like so much easier. Yeah. It means you're basically on the hook for one action per agenda. Yes. Yes. To to remove all the doom, and mm -hmm. the nice thing is, is that for the most part, you're in chat. You have control over when you take that action. 
mm-hmm. especially if you're in multiplayer and you don't have to necessarily worry about enemies too much because there's other people who can take care of them. You just have to take an action at some point. Yeah. During That's the true. during that whole agenda in order to to wipe the doom away and that's uh yeah pretty nice and should you be adding tons and tons and tons of doom well you know you can spend more actions it's not like you just have to do this once per agenda if if you get caught and you have to spend a little more doom than you were thinking as long as you've got the free triggered abilities to the time to to move that doom to sin eater you can uh, you can get rid of it so a uh, a bless slash elder sign for uh, for sin eater. Is that on the spreadsheet? The no. bless slash elder sign. No. That's gonna do it for our look at the mystic cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. Let us know down below in the comments what you think. Have you uh, had a chance to play the Doom deck? How did it uh, work out for you? Any final thoughts on uh, on the mystic cards? So Pretty when we focused. Got, uh, we... Yeah, but we had like some stinkers and we had some like pretty nice ones, you know, <laughs> like this one was kind of like the ratings were kind of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the uh, it's unfortunate that the upgrades for the charms are not uh, not particularly good, but I guess when yeah. you've, you've got a 6 XP capstone to afford, that's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. I still think there are some cards that they cut that would justify some of those choices behind uh, like level four Onyx Pentacle and stuff. I think there's, I think we're missing something because we're missing the incentive to stack up lots of doom, you know, and really leverage that. It's just not there. And I was kind of, I was kind of expecting it to be there. We're also missing ways to like move doom around between assets. I have a feeling something was cut. But yeah. we got a lot of cool cards. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to playing the Doom deck, but I'm also looking forward to playing some of the other cards that were included in the set, like Binding Jar and and stuff like that. Yeah, that the cool cards. That, yeah, uh, and like I was really surprised by Ghastly Possession. Just like that additional like five six words is like pretty cool. Replenish half its uses. Yeah. Like I really I was really surprised by that one. How cool that is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking how that works. You know, if Diana Stanley's playing that gun deck, or or uh, yep. Jim Culver is another who likes to play the Winchester game, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it opens up new stuff, and mm-hmm. so it's while the uh, the focus of the uh, the cards in this box are are predominantly on playing and manipulating Doom. Some of the other cards are definitely uh, keepers and uh, certainly don't mm. sleep on them because they uh, they add a lot of uh, interesting options to existing builds. Yeah, also I also really like how um, between Uncaged the Soul Level 3 and Ghastly Possession, like that's a lot of recharging you can do. And then you can, you can, you can like funnel those into like Rite of Seeking Level 4, you know, which is like really hard hitting. And then you just recharge it using mm. like, yeah, these and so that's that's a lot of recharging ability that they give you. So that's pretty cool. Well, we will be back with our look at uh, the survivor cards, which are uh, up next on the list, and then we'll ru- we'll finish up the reviews with a look at the neutrals and of course the customizable cards, which will take us oh boy take some time to <laughs> uh, to look at as well. So stay tuned yeah. for that.
That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you need to contact me, I can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manfromlang. Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer. Take care out there, and happy investigating.